This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that. What a screamer! Hello and welcome to the Scarf Bagara War for this special bonus episode uh, where we welcome a very, very special guest. Uh, he's played over 300 games in his, in his footballing career spanning 20 years. Uh, later went on to into management where he, he managed actually with, with uh, Andy Priest. Uh, but crucially, um, he was part of the Danny Bagara era at County. Uh, I'm delighted to welcome Darren Ryan. Welcome, mate. Thank you very much. No, pleasure's mine. Thank you. Uh, we've also got Dave Long. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for the introduction there, mate. Uh, evening. How's it going, mate? You okay? Not bad, not bad. Good, good. So, I mean, let, let's get straight into it. Um, you know, we, we, we've got you, we've got you sort of your stats here and, and obviously you played for County, but just tell us from the start, I mean, you, you were born, you, you, you're from Oslo Street, I think that's where you still live, as you were saying before. How did you actually get into football? What kicked it all off? Um, I think it was the, you know the local grassroots team, um, Austri Boys Club. Um, joined them under 11s, went through and, and played for Chirk as well uh, on a Saturday, and then Austri Boys Club on a Sunday. You know, went through the system, and then you know got to you know 15, 16, and was going to clubs. You know, trialing. Um, you know, spending it. It's a lot different. You know, I'm involved in it now. It's a lot different. Years ago, you could train at Wrexham on a Monday, Shrewsbury on a Tuesday, West Brom on a Wednesday. Uh, so I was going around the, you know, the, the clubs around the Midlands, Wrexham as well, and you know, ended up signing for Shrewsbury then, doing a YTS at Shrewsbury, where I spent I think three or four years there. Uh, and like I say, that's that's how I got into it, and then obviously my career took off from there. 
So at Shrewsbury, then, you, you, you made a handful of appearances. You got a move to Chester. And just looking at your, your sort of career, your, your professional career, you all stayed around the same area almost, didn't you? The northwest yeah. sort of West, West Midlands kind of area. So you went to Chester. If we jump straight to County, was it Danny Begara that signed you? And, and how did that come about? Um, I think it was, I signed for Chester and obviously we moved into the new stadium at the Diva. Uh, I remember signing there with Harry McNally, who was a, another another character, um, you know, and like I say, it was a good experience for me. And I remember that season, I think we uh, played Stockport three times. And I think I played in the in the three games that you, you knocked us out of the, the cup. Uh, I remember playing in the league game. And it, it's it's quite funny, really, because then obviously I went, I come to you in the January in a swap deal with Paul Wheeler. Um, and obviously Stockport were going for promotion that season and, and Chester were fighting relegation. Uh, and I, I remember signing, I remember coming on the Thursday and speaking to Danny. And I remember, you know, I think a few months off down the line, I remember saying to you, or Dave Jones saying to me one, you know, when we were coming back from a game or, or you know, or around the ground saying, I think, I think Danny signed me off me, me technical ability to hit a volley against you in one of the games. Uh, and I don't know whether they were taking, <laughs> having a laugh about it. That, that he did sign me on the back of me just hitting a, a, a volley against you. Or was it the three games that I'd done, you know, pretty well in the games? So it was quite, it was quite, like you say, <laughs> funny when I heard that story from, I think it was either Sainty or, uh, or Jonah had said it to me. You, you, you wouldn't put it past Danny Begara to do something like that, though, <laughs> would you? I say it sounds believable, though, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it, it, you wouldn't put it past Danny to do that, do you know what I mean? So getting to know him, you know, the, when I got to know him when I signed for the club. So on to, on to your county career, which is probably where we'll spend a lot of, lot of chatting, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So you joined you joined county then under Danny Begara. Um, you know, I mean, from my point of view, this is this is the time that I started to fall in love with with County and all the big. I knew all the big names. Uh, I knew your name, um, you know, and, and and a lot of the others. There was probably some players in that squad that I didn't know the name of because I was only um, sort of well twelve at the time. And you just you just sort of getting yeah. into it, aren't you? What what was it like yeah. being part of that squad and what what sort of what sort of memories have you got? Um, I think. When I when I signed there, obviously I knew a bit about the team because we'd obviously played them a few times. And going from a team, and I don't mean it disrespectful, Chester, but we were fighting relegation, and then going to a team that was pushing for promotion, and you know, and probably the the quality of players that I, I went into the team in and and played around. You know, we had some fantastic players there. Do you know what I mean? You know, you got your you know you got Jim who's managing now, who's really really good technician, David Frey, Peter Ward. You know, you had a fantastic team spirit as well. You, had, you know, had two strikers that win Kev Francis and, and Priestley, do you know what I mean? Who, you know, like I said, you know, we're, we're at a different level, do you know what I mean? And like I say, I, I think, you know, one of the players who I, I thought was really probably not underrated, but went under the radar was Chrissy Beaumont. I thought he was, you know, you know, when yeah, I, yeah. I trained with him or when I played with him, I thought, what, what an outstanding player. And like I say, you know, another one that went on to play Premier League football was Toddy. Toddy was a fantastic player, do you know what I mean? And he become, a, you know, he did become a, when I was retired at Stockport, he could become a close friend of mine, Toddy. You know, we have, we have lost uh, contact during, you know, obviously through the years, but he was, you know, he, he was, he was a special player, right or left foot. I've never seen somebody that could really, you know, have that quality with both feet and also could defend. 
But, you know, you look at the team, Dave Miller, Tony Barris, you know, uh, Sean Connolly come into the team, you know, and I speak to Sean yeah. now and again, he's involved with the Welsh national team. You know, we had some fantastic players then. And, you know, like I said, it was, uh, it was, it was just, I just thought the quality of the players and the team, when I, you know, when I went into that team, you could see why they were fighting for promotion that season. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just a really special time. To be a county fan, having after years of you know fighting around the bottom of the you know, the football league, and um, if we're finishing in mid table, that was considered a good season, and, and that had all turned around in the space of a, a couple of years under Danny, and uh, it was just a really really special time, uh, and you actually stood out um, for for a couple of reasons actually because you you came around about a time that we didn't have many flair players. Yeah, we didn't have many players. Chris Bowman, you mentioned there, you know, was was a great player. David Frame, Peter Ward, but yeah. you came around about that time where we we didn't have that many player players, and and you kind of stood out. And to me, as a teenager, what was I when you made your debut? Fourteen, I was. So yeah. it was. I don't want to be sound old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was that. It was that kind of. It, it was that kind of player that we kind of all wanted to be. If if we weren't. You know, big Kev, the striker in the yeah. playground. We wanted to be that player who could who could take people on, who could you know could cross the ball, who could, who could, who could beat people. And and a lot of county fans, you know, have a lot of fond memories of you. That's good. That's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I remember a time when in the ninety three ninety four season, you might have to cast your mind back a little bit here. Yeah. But, this, this is more of, a, more of a personal memory that we went on a run around about autumn time where we won about three or f- sorry four or five games in a row, and a few of them were like three and four nil. And I remember at half time was nil nil in one of the games, and you kind of listened to sort of the, the older blokes stood around you, um, and the, the the common opinion was it didn't matter. This seems that good that we would win in the second half. And now this is County, so we all know how, how um, unpredictable, shall we say, that County can be. And it didn't matter that we were drawing nil-nil at half time. We'd come out and we'd win and we did and we wouldn't come out in the second half and score three. And it was it was just, in my opinion, that season, 93-94, was the best team we had under Danny Bagara. Um, what was it like playing in that, in that team with those quality players that you mentioned um, what, what were your memories of that? I think it's that you talk about that run, and I think it was that run. I did. I think we, our mentality when we were in that run, that we didn't think we were going to get beat. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I remember that season we dipped at the end, didn't we? We had a right dip at the end. Oh yeah, yeah, and we, yeah. And it happened to us though. The season I joined, it, um, I remember it happened to us the season before. Before we had a dip, and I remember I'd been out injured. I think I'd done my hamstring at Hull, and I missed the towards the end of my first season there. And we had a dip. I remember what going, and we lost to Huddersfield, and we just scraped in the playoffs. I remember mm-hmm. and I come back to the playoffs, and obviously we lost to Port Vale in the playoffs. But that 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 when we went through that run, it was like we, we didn't think, feel that we were going to get beat. Do you know what I mean? It was like you know yeah. if. Like I say, I was in the team, you know, I'm talking about personally. I, I was in the team, maybe I would score one or I'd cross one or Preeti would score and Wardy would bend a free kick in. Jim would always pop up with goals. We, we, you know, and we had really good, like we had Flinney as well. Sorry, I forgot about, you know, Flinney at the back. Do you know what I mean? We were that really, 
solid as a, as a team and as a, you know and the mentality is that God, we're, we're going to win you know we're going to we're going to get you know we're going to win Germany and we're going to win each game we're going went into the game I remember the game I remember the Rotherham do you remember the Rotherham FA Cup game we were, we were oh. Sorry, since you got me there, Darren, I, I, that was one of the questions I was going to ask because, yeah. as Russ will will um, will know, anyone who was there at that game, what a game that was! <laughs> yeah, it was, was just brilliant. And that was one of the questions I wanted to ask you because you you played yeah. in that game. What was that like? That was that was unbelievable. I remember because obviously, it, 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 listen, it was it was a fantastic game. We went one nil down, didn't we, Jeremy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Scores and Priestley scores, and I remember. But we we played really well first half. I think we missed a couple of chances. And I remember uh, it always sticks out with that game because me and Priestley are good friends. We're still good friends, do you know what I mean? And we used to travel in together. I remember going past somebody, uh, I, um, the fullback, and I get to the byline. I think I think Kev makes the run far post, and Priestley pulls off, and I try and play Priestley, and it gets cut out. I remember Priestley because he could. If you got hey, if you were doing a game, you got a bollocking in that team. Brad <laughs> <laughs> Ward, you could bollock. Frame, you could bollock. Jim, <laughs> Jimmy, I remember, I remember me trying to hit Kev, and it's probably I look at it. I've seen it on the on like YouTube. It's probably the wrong pass, and I remember Priest having a go at me, and me and him going at each other, thinking. But that was that was us pushing ourselves, pushing each other. That was probably one of my best mates at the club. But he was on to me, Jeremy, for making the wrong pass. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, we had we had that togetherness, Jeremy, and that talk a lot about mentality. That the mentality of the, you know, the, the players that season and it was fantastic. And the only thing, you know, we, we can talk about the final. It was that you know we're coasting, and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened to a couple of them in that game, Jeremy, in the Burnley game. But we just had that mentality as a team. And a, a, a massive togetherness as well, and and you know, and, and Danny in charge, Sainty, Joe, Nurt, Jeremy, the you know the you know training. I look, you know, the training I look at now, Jeremy. It, it was it was intense. Day before games, it wasn't a a light session. It was eleven v eleven, crossing and finishing. It was our it was our, You know, we trained really hard every day, Jeremy, and I think that's that was installed into us into that mentality. I think that that trade. Do you think that training regime, looking back, was a was a had a positive effect or a negative effect, or maybe pros yeah. and cons for each? I I like I say I coach now, and I always I always refer to Danny Bagara because he was the first manager coach I played under and played up throughout my career that taught me technical stuff. Technical, everything everything was technical. The crossing he used to, and I teach it to lads now. And, I, and he always took toe up, toe up, because he didn't, he had everything had to be whipped, bend. If you look at Toddy, Toddy's crosses are all whipped. We had to whip balls in. He'd, he'd have us out on a Friday, 45 minutes of just crossing, crossing. Your thigh, your, your leg would be falling off and thinking, I've got a game for <laughs> Germany. But that's, he, was, he is the, the manager I always go to. I always speak to players and coaches that I speak to and say, he was the one that taught me the taught me most technical ability throughout my career. And you like to say, I'm taking things I learned of Danny into my coaching career now, do you know what I mean, with players. And you can, you know, I, I, I teach it now. The toe up, it always sticks in toe up because it'll get whip and, and bend on it. Uh, but like you say, it was hard. It was hard. There were some games where 
like you say, you know, you, you felt Saturday you'd come in, you'd feel tired. But I think it, I think it was installed in us, Germany. And I think, we, like you say, we got used to it. We got used to that training regime and that training, you know, that we used to have to do day in, day out. But when yeah. did you have a day off then? The game after the, the day after the game was the day off, was it? Or yeah, but and when listen, it, it, when we went through that, to be fair, when we went through that winning stage, what you what you've mentioned, he used to sometimes we'd be, he, he would give us he. Monday off, do you know what I mean, as well? So you'd have Saturday, Monday off, do you know what I mean? Uh, and then sometimes even a Wednesday. But then obviously we had the game on the Tuesday. We'd be in Monday. It was, we, we did used to get a day off, but it was just, uh, it was just the intensity in the, in the sessions, do you know what I mean? And the, the long sessions. I, I, fa- I found them really long, you know, long sessions, but a lot was 11 to the 11. And we speak about it now. It's 11 v 11. And that's the game. You can do little drills and things like that, but the game is 11 v 11. And he got his points out, him, Satan, Joe, Dave Jones, in the 11 v 11s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you mentioned there the intensity of the training and everything. Um, we mentioned before the, the dip at the end of the 93 94 season. Yeah. We were playing Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday for a couple of weeks, yeah. if you remember right. that. Uh, and. Yeah, I mean that that mustn't been either, especially like you say with the intensity of training then. And yeah, yeah, it wasn't it's not surprising really that we we kind of dipped a little bit towards the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. I think I remember going to uh, I think we played Bristol Rovers on the Saturday at Bath. I think we beat Bristol and then we. Yeah. I think we might have drawn that one and played Exeter on the Monday. I mean, it was like yeah. Saturday, Monday, Thursday, and I found I, my form dipped. Uh, listen, I hold my hands up. My form dipped. Whether that was fatigue, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? But my form did dip uh, towards the end. And then, because I, I remember he, he dropped me for the playoffs. And obviously then, you know, and the, and the final on that. But my, you know, my my form did drop. And I remember playing, we played Hull, didn't we, last game of the season? We drew that one, didn't we? We drew, yeah, yeah. I think we drew a few, you know, a few games. And, and, and just seemed, you're right. It, when you look back now, you're thinking, yeah, did, because we didn't have, we didn't have the squads that teams have now. You're 20, yeah. you're 20, 24 players in a squad. We were literally seven, 16, 17 players, you know, 18 players, tops, Germany. And, and, and then players most, played most of the games throughout the season. It's a great point, that is. It's a great point you've mentioned there. Yeah, well, it's, it's, a, it's a completely different game now, isn't it, today? And we'll, yeah. get, we'll get onto that when we come to, what, you know, the stuff that you're doing now in your management career. Because um, it... it you know, you, you've been really close to the game since, well, since 1990 and probably a bit before that, up until now. So you, yeah. you, you've seen firsthand and been on the front line almost, if, you, if we can call it that in, t- in today's climate, of the change in the game. So we can talk about that in a bit. So, yeah, you would, we were talking just previously, me and Dave, you, you, I, I don't remember it, although I went to the Burnley game in, in at Wembley um, and I was obviously really upset that we lost. I don't yeah. remember... You you weren't picked for that at all. No, no, I was left completely. I was left. He dropped me for uh, for the playoffs. Completely dropped me for the playoffs and the get and the and the game. And then that's when I left. That's when I left after that season. Um, just completely out of the blue. It was just. I think he left me completely out, and he dropped Preece as well. He dropped Andy Preece for the for the playoffs and the get and the and the final. So what? So was that a dropping? As in, he comes and talks to you, tells you why he's dropping you, or is it just literally you see the team sheet and you're not yeah. in it? That was years ago. Was that that was it? <laughs> uh, you you just got told that that was the squad that went up. 
weren't in the squad. That you're not you're not in the squad. You're not in the team. That was it. I think I think it may you know I think it may be di- you know different. I learned it probably it, it, it set me up really because I learned then when I went to Rochdale. Then when I did was left out the team, I would go and speak to the manager and I, you know and and I, I wanted you know when I went into my manager career, I would tell players either the night before or the day of the game depending on when I picked the team why they weren't in the team because I felt I needed to know why I wasn't in the team do you know what I mean and, yeah. listen, and sometimes just, you know when I was running, I'd probably come up with the worst excuses why I wasn't going to play a player but at least I was giving them that information do you know what I mean that why yeah, they yeah. weren't playing and, and that and that's that's how I wanted to retreat but they were real you know it was the squad was up that's it you know and, and some some managers probably today still do that. Do you know what I mean? It's like you say, but you know, I felt you know I I, I always wanted to be told. Do you know what I mean? And that's why when I went into manager, you know, managing, I, I want I always spoke to the player whether it was you know I was part time man, you know, but on the phone or the day of the game or the night before the game, I'd always want to be told. And it it was a shock when I got because I played the the games up to the I had a. a in that season, I in the middle part, I think I was left out on the bench because it was a QPR, wasn't it? QPR game, the, the, the FA Cup game when we beat them. I think it was on the bench yeah. for that. And I'd, I'd missed, and then he brought me back in towards the end. And then um, he dropped me for the playoffs in the final then. And then I left. That was the season I left then. Yeah. Yeah. So were you involved in with the, the squad at Wembley? So were you, 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 still, travel, you yeah, still there? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I sat on the bench and that, and you know, like I say, we, we, was it one nil up then? Then and then, obviously, the sendings off that probably massively influenced the game massively because I, I at one nil, I thought we we would go on and win it two three really to be fair because we we were over that season we were better than them and that's you know we played Burnley and that, that was probably one of the highlights of my. Career at Stockport, scoring the the winner against them. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, yeah you did as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember. We went one 0 down, and then I, I, I set Priestley up for the equaliser, and then I score a header off a Wardy corner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, like I say, I remember the fact, you know, I remember that goal really well, and I I always enjoyed the one I scored the winner against Wrexham as well because I'm a Shrewsbury fan, so <laughs> 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 I always remember that. <laughs> Um, so, what was it like after the Burnley game at Wembley? Then, I mean, obviously, we were disappointed that we lost and we hadn't been promoted, and it seemed as almost that we'd got against this glass ceiling under Danny. That yeah. we got we got into the third tier, so League One um, as it is now, but we couldn't quite make that next step. We got into the playoffs each of the, those three seasons, culminating in that Burnley yeah. game where where we lost. Um, so what was it like? What was the mood like, kind of after that, and after after we got B? Well, I think I think it was whether it was decided after that game or what. It, we we the season before when we lost, we lost. Sorry, we lost in the autoglass. Remember, we lost in the autoglass the season before that, and I was cup tied. And we went on the, the lads. I think it was me, Flinny, and that we went on a bus with the wives and girlfriends and went to Wembley on, you know, on the day of the game. And we stayed. We found. We stayed in a hotel in London after that game, um, the year before. But then for that, for the game against Burnley, it was like we travelled all the way back and stayed in the, and had the, the after, the after, what is called it, the after party or whatever in Manchester. Yeah. I just found that a bit strange because the season before we'd gone 
in the old class. I'd stayed in London at the hotel, had the after party there, and then travelled back. And it wasn't it wasn't great on the bus coming back, if I'm being honest. Jeremy, lads, you know, it was uh, really disappointed. And it wasn't, you know, where I think the season before, yes, we lost in the old class. Yes, we're disappointed. But come on, this, this group of players is going to go into next season. But it, it felt like there was going to be a transition period, I, I felt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I... And I seen that that was then they must they probably I don't know it, it felt by the season before we were going to all be back for pre season and we listen we're going to give it a right go next year. Do you know what I mean where I think after the Burnley game the losing and then I thought then that's when I thought this is going to be there's going to be a tra- he's not going to go the club aren't going to go with the same group of players they're going to have to bring in some you know you, you Alan Armstrongs and 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 that you know the young. There was a transition period where I think, right, we need to we need to to get some of these out and bring some fresh faces. You know, quite a few fresh faces. You know, when you look at what they brought in, because obviously I went to Rochdale and I remember I think we played you in the autoglass. I, I was, I think I was injured. I spoke to Franey. Franey didn't play. He was sitting in the stand. There was people. You know, it, it was like a transition period. I think that the end of that season and beginning of the, the the following season for for Stockport. Yeah, it's funny you should mention that because that the season after ninety four ninety five was it was there was such a massive hangover. It was from yeah. a fan's point of view, it was the first season under Danny where we'd really struggled yeah. and we were really inconsistent. And yeah, it, it's now you mention it with that kind of you, you kind of got that feeling that things were changing, yeah. and you know personnel would have to change uh, for us to make that next step and we kind of had that that down season under Danny the season after. So in terms of leaving County then um, was that something that was discussed with you did Rochdale come in for you or was it or was it a case of you found Rochdale how did did that work? No um, uh, the truth is he he never offered me a new deal Um, when I I remember going to, I remember having a conversation with Sainty and Dave Jones when I was going through me probably my peak that season, I, and I was like, you know, I was only on a year contract, and listen, I'm probably not on great money either. So I thought, you know, it may be a good time to ask Sainty, what do you think? Do you think I should go and speak to Danny and, and ask about a new deal and you know an improved contract? And they said, I'll leave it with me. And they, they then they spoke to me, and obviously nothing come of it. Do you know what I mean? They said, "Oh no, he wants to keep you going." I said, "That's fair enough." Do you know what I mean? That was the manager's decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then obviously he, he didn't offer me a, a new contract, and then obviously I was a free agent then. And like I say, there was there's some there were some good offers. You know, I, I spoke to Barnett, Ray Clements was manager then. Fulham, who were in you know who were obviously in League Two then. Uh, yeah. I spoke to Dave at. at um, Obviously Rochdale, um, and like you said, it was, it was just Gillingham. I spoke to as well. Sorry, there was a few clubs that you know that I spoke to, but I was I I had agreed. I, I remember agreeing going back to Chester with Graham Barrow because I knew and Graham had let, obviously let me go, and, and Gra- they'd been promoted. Graham had gotten promoted. Then obviously Graham, I'm on holiday. I can't I can't remember. I was on holiday, and I have a phone call then that Graham had resigned because obviously he'd had a bust up with the board there then. So then I'd literally agreed everything to go back and, and sign for, you know, for Graham and Chester. Then obviously that, that didn't happen because Graham left. And then obviously I went then signed to, signed for Rochdale then. So, but then obviously 
I thought I got rid, you know, jokingly, I thought I got rid of big Paul Williams and, he, and then he followed me there. <laughs> <laughs> so I went on, yeah, that's when I went on to Rochdale then. That's good. But you did play for Chester after that, didn't you? For a brief spell. Yeah. So then I left, uh, I think it was a second season. I, I, the thing is, it, it, it worked different because I spoke, I spoke to Kev Radcliffe in the, in the summer about going, that was going back to, to Chester after the first year at, Roch, at Rochdale. But uh, Mick Doherty, years ago, you couldn't just walk out your contract. So if they offered you a new deal and, and literally offered you a little bit more money, you couldn't just, I couldn't just say, all right, I don't want that. I'm going to go and sign for Chester. So I'd already spoken with Kev Radcliffe at the, at the time to say, oh, yeah, we want you to come in here. So I'd said, right, I'm going to go back to Chester. Cause, and then I was hoping then that Rochdale wouldn't offer me a new deal. But then he offered me a new deal. And I sat on a week to week contract till till then I till then that I then obviously then Kev Ratcliffe signed, I think Kevin Noteman then as a wide left. So then I was stuck on this week to week contract at Rochdale then. And then obviously that when they decide when they decided obviously and you know they didn't want to keep me on the week to week, then I went I did eventually go then to uh to Chester then to to play for Ke- uh, for Kev on like a month to month contract. So all this time you were at Chester County, Rochdale, Chester. Were you still living in Oswestry and travelling up? Um, well, when I first signed for Stockport, I stayed in the same uh, digs as what Danny used to stay in. But he, he'd left then. So I, I did stay in digs the first uh, six months I played for Stockport. And then obviously then I started travelling in with Preecy because Preecy lived in Wrexham then. Right, so we course, thought we yeah, could, yeah. you know, yeah. we could car share then, to be fair. And then Rochdale, the first year I stayed in. Uh, well, when I first signed, here's one for I stayed with Bill, Bill Williams. Oh yeah, <laughs> we need to get him on, don't we? We need to get yeah, Bill Williams yeah, on. Bill, yeah, Bill, yeah. Bill, when I first signed, and I obviously didn't have any say. I stayed with Bill for uh, about a month. I did, you know, when I first signed for Rochdale, and obviously I went into digs then for the first season, and then I used to travel in then with uh, with uh, Ian Gray, who played for Stockport, goalkeeper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, so I used to travel in with Ian because we signed him from old and Graham Shaw. Remember Shaw? He used to play for Stoke and that. Name Graham Shaw, yeah. Yeah, yeah. forward. So we used to travel in then. Yeah, good stuff. So, um, so like for County, then what, what's your what's your if you had to pick an overriding memory or an overriding feeling or thought about you know the club because obviously it is a County podcast. Yeah. Um, what 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 would what would that be? I think that team. I, we played, you know, the team that, that should have got promotion that year. Let's not, you know, we, we should have got promoted. Yeah. Um, fantastic, some fantastic players, some great mentality. We had a really good togetherness. Danny Bagara, who, who you know, like, like I say, probably we didn't, we didn't end it well between us, but he's the most, probably he's influenced, he was the biggest influence probably on my career technically on what I learned off him. Yeah. And I and the fans, because we used to have the, I don't know if you remember, the road shows. Have you ever heard of the road shows that we used to have? Years yeah, ago? vaguely. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember. Probably you were, you were too young to go to probably these road shows. Years ago. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, obviously, so obviously, like you say, we, we were sponsored by Robinson's Bitter then. And the Robinson's Bitter pubs around Stockport, every month we'd go and play engage with the supporters, play them at darts, have a little bit of competition, have a drink with them and get them really, you know, it was like, it was that, that kind of club. It was a family club, do you know what I mean? It was, 
it wasn't like you're the supporters. We chat to the supporters, you know, walking in, you know, walking into the ground. I've been, I've been back um, a couple of years back. Well, I, I, I got invited by Andy Birchclough, who, who's a supporter. Do you know what I mean? Who, who invited me back? To, went for a, um, had a dinner before the game. Spoke. There was me and Tony Dinner there. We spoke. You know, we got asked some questions. Good to see Steve Ballas. I think it's. You know, there's still people I speak to at the, you know, at the foot at the football club. But I think, I think it was a family. It was it was a family club. There was there was always stuff going on with the kids and Stockport. We were always going. It wasn't just you training, you are going home. I remember going in. You know, we'd done something at McDonald's. I remember going on local radio. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I remember, <laughs> you know, going into and doing stuff with, with with kids at schools and, and and things like that. I just found it a really where I. I probably haven't done that at, if I'm not Chester. I haven't done that at Shrewsbury. I think, you know, you don't realise what fan base Stockport's got as well. I, I speak to people now and say five and a half, six thousand there. Most most home games, and you're competing, yeah. and you are competing against Man City and Man United. Do you know what I mean? You are. Don't yeah, yeah. You are. But if you can still get that fan base, and like I say, I was they're a football they're a football league club, and hopefully, like I say, Jim gets them back up there, you know, sooner. Rather than later. Yeah, it's it's funny to mention about the the things in the community that you do because somebody did tweet us a picture and I will I think you've seen it actually I think I think you you liked it on Twitter um, of you and, and Neil Edwards um, advertising going to you know meet 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 Neil Edwards and Darren Ryder at HMV in Stockport. <laughs> <laughs> get your copy of County Highlights one. Get your copy of County's Highlights one video. And get the stars of the video to sign it. Brilliant. Oh, that, do, do you remember? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember that, and I remember County Highlights one. But I, do you know what? Because I've moved. Obviously, I went to play for Barrytown. I lived in you know South Wales for a bit. I have lost. I have lost that um, DVD. Uh, that obviously DVD. Sorry, video. Sorry. <laughs> VHS. VHS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I have lost that. I have lost that. I'll have to try and get hold of it somewhere somehow. But tap is tap is um. What you call it? I speak to Tap because he's obviously at Liverpool, goalkeeping coach. So I speak to Neil Edwards. Uh, you know, I'm still in touch with him. I didn't know that. That's interesting. I can give you, I can give you Tap's number to get on here. Oh, that, yeah, definitely. Yeah, get. Well, that'd be great if we could do that after the show. The the, the other one as well um, that that we got was that, and I didn't know this because me and Dave are big players of Championship Manager and Football Manager and things. Um, and we have been, well, I have been since I was a kid, but I, I never, I never noticed that you, you, you on Championship Manager ninety three, ninety four are an absolute beast. And someone, oh, someone I didn't know. Yeah, so one of the fans has tweeted. One of the, not one of the fans. That's, that sounds ridiculous. One of the listeners of the podcast has tweeted in and said that him and his brothers remember you, and they took you all the way to the Premier League. I think he said. Oh, yeah. Hey. Well, that's good. There you go. So, that, so there you go. So there's, there's a, there's a yeah, bit of, well, hey, sort of uh, kudos it, for you. I wish that happened in real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, yeah. So, I mean, if we just move on just, just briefly to the sort of the rest of your career, it is largely spent, isn't it, in, in, in the Welsh leagues. Um, and, the, I mean, the names that I see from your career, I mean, I know some of them are probably – Welsh Premier, maybe now or in the past, is that the level that you played at? Was it the Welsh Premier? Yeah, Welsh Welsh Premier. And I went to Merthyr and, and Newport County. That were the one. What is it? It's the one below the conference. Sorry. So like, it's all changed now. How they? What you know? 
but you, I, I was at Merthyr and then uh, um, I went to uh, a Newport then, which which is a big is a big switch really because they are massive local rivals. So obviously, right. oh. yeah, I spent like two years at Merthyr and then I went to Newport then, coming towards then, you know, like I said, towards the end of the end of my career then, because like I say, we. My knee started playing up then a little bit, so... And at what point did you start um, doing your badges then and thinking about coaching? Because it, it, was, it, was it around that time that your knee started playing up? And Yeah, I didn't really get in, into it then. I was um, obviously still living in South Wales, and then I moved, I think I was at Haverford West, um, and then I moved... Well, Roger Priest, who I played with at, um, at Chester, was manager in Newtown in the Welsh Premier, so... I was looking to move back up to Aldershire as well, do you know what I mean? So, you know, we we were in contact and he asked me to go and play play at Newtown for him, you know, and, you know, when, like, say I was, like say I was coming to the end then, do you know what I mean? So, you know, I, I moved back to Aldershire and, and signed for Newtown and, and, and obviously played there, with, you know, for Rog and, you know, at the end of that, it was halfway through the season I joined there. And I, at the end of the season, I was, I was really having problems with my knees. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't really train a lot. And I, I didn't really, you know, I phoned him up and I said, listen, I can't, I can't really go on anymore. And he, he asked me, oh, could you please, could you just, you know, sign for us and, you know, play when you can? And I thought, all right. And he said, oh, do you just, you know, help me and support me a little bit as well, on the, you know, with the coaching and that as well. So then I went, I signed that season and it didn't have a great start. Uh, start. Uh, and so I, I think I started, I think about the August time, I thought, I said to Rog, that, that's it, I'm finished, do you know what I mean? And I think they lost a few games and he resigned. And I remember having a the phone call off the, uh, the chairman then. He phoned me to ask me, could I go in and, and obviously take over, you know, just obviously from Roger, but you know, for the intern, do you know what I mean? And, you know, when I said, oh, so I obviously spoke to Roger and I said, yeah, I've walked, you know, I, you know, no problem. Because obviously we were mates, Roger. So I went in and, and helped me and the reserve manager done it. And then uh, I was there for four and a half years. And that's when I started doing doing my badges. I went on, you know, to my B licence and then obviously done my me, me A licence then while I was managing at, at Newtown. But like I said, I was there for four and a half years, which, you know, went in, to help out and then ended up staying there for four and a half years. Brilliant. So is that because you were manager of Newtown, did you have, did you bypass the lower sort of badges then? Because you there isn't just B and A, is it? You've, you've got the you've got the level one, level two, or whatever it was then. I, I, don't, I don't. It's probably changed yeah, now, I hasn't think, it? Yeah, because you played if you played in the you know a certain level, you can go straight onto your B license. So you know, and, and like I said, I went on to my B license um, and then obviously went on to my A license and. You know, it's been it's been great for me because, like I say, I met some you know met some really you know good good coaches, good you know, and really top coaches as well. Like John Artson done the you know done the uh, the A license when I was on it, and Roberto Martinez has done it. And you know, I've been quite quite privileged that I've gone in at Wigan when he was there to watch him, you know, and, and observe him, you know, at, at, when he went to Everton as well. So it's it's you know, like I say, it's really good. You know, good to see how these top coaches, you know, you know, coach and how they work and how they, you know, how they deal with players at the, at the you know, the very top level. Yeah, and of course, you you managed as well with, or you were you were head you were assistant manager or head coach with Preci. Yeah, right? and then and then obviously I, I left New, um, well, got sacked at Newtown. Uh, they brought their own, <laughs> the chair, the new chairman sat me, he brought his new new manny, which was fine. He wanted his own own man. And then um 
I got, I think, it was, yeah, I got a part-time role then at Wolves in the December. Then getting towards the end, Priestley, I was always in touch with Priestley. We've always kept in touch, you know. And then he asked me to go and help, you know, be a coach at Norfolk with him and Andy Morrison. Um, and so I went and, and was like a coach there, you know, with them too. And it was really good, really good to be back, you know, with Priestley and, and working with Andy and and obviously, you know, Jock as well, Drew and Andy Morrison. Um, but so it was really good. And then obviously I followed them, you know, I, I followed them to Airbus, but then, you know, I, I still used to try and help out. But then obviously I went full time at Walls then, which was, you know, it was hard then to get away and to help, to help Preece and Jock at, at Airbus then. Yeah, because Preece's, is he at Marine or Charlie? Charlie, he's directly. Charlie, that's it. Charlie, yeah. Yeah. And Andy Morrison's doing well in the Welsh Premier now, isn't he? He's manager yeah, he's of... Doing well. He's doing well, Andy. I speak, you know, I'm dropping the odd text and that. He's doing really well. Re- you know, really, really detailed coaches, do you know what I mean? You know, I, I, learned, I learned a lot of them too, really, the way they, their mentality and how detailed they are, uh, you know, in their coaching is is really good. And I, like I said, I've learned off all managers I've played off and worked with. So... To, to, to what you're doing now, you've mentioned you're at Wolves. Obviously, we can see you. You know, we can see your Wolves tracksuit there. What what sort of uh, phase are you are you are you involved in? Um, I'm literally obviously all the phases. So I'm like the head of our elite player program. So we identify our elite players, and and programs are put in place from under nines up to under twenty threes for these players. You know, in the technical, tactical, psych, and physical corner. So. What I do is I'll work with the coaches, the sports scientists. I have like my own elite performance team um, that we work together with the with the like with the sports scientists, the medical, uh, the psychologists, you know, the coaches. So they put in they'll put together their four corner plans on you know, and they'll they'll work uh, you know specifically on on certain corners, you know, certain areas of development with each of these players. Do you know what I mean? It it it. it, it it is different because under nines, you can't, I can't say an under nine is going to be a top player. Do you know what I mean? We, we yeah. identify his talent. We say he's high potential and we've got to keep working with him. Do you know what I mean? Now, but it's not all about areas of development. These kids have got super strengths. So we've got to try and keep that, you know, keep working with their super strengths. So I, I do probably on a day to day basis work a lot with the under 18s, but you know, I am the lead player development coach for, for the Wolves, you know, the Wolves Academy. So I'm working from under nines up to under 23s players, you know, and which has been good, Jeremy. You know I and I've been there coming up 10 years. I've done enough. I've been head of youth phase. I've been Scott Sellers' assistant when he was under 23s coach. He was now our technical director. So I've learned loads of Scott Sellers, you know, when I worked with him for 18 months, loads. Uh, and then I was a head coach of the under 18s. And then I've been put into this elite head elite player development role, you know, to work, you know, all the staff on how we're going to, you know, improve and how we're going to get players into our first team or to go on and have careers at other clubs, do you know what I mean? So, you know, I've learned a lot since I've worked there, do you know what I mean? And, you know, I'm working now with Steve Davis, who's the ex-crew manager. He's under 18s coach. So you're always, you're never there. You're always, you know, I pick up things every day, do you know what I mean? It's, it, it's fantastic. And it, you know, it's great to work with the with the players on a daily basis, and it. You know, I, I'm privileged. I'm privileged the job I'm in because I I think it's. You know, I say to people that you know, me mates and I. You know, I'm in a hobby. Really. My hobby's a job. I you know, I, you know, yeah. I can't wait to get in. 
get into training. And listen, it's been difficult with COVID, but you know the way the football club and way the staff have interacted with the players during you know during lockdown has been fantastic. And like I say, it's a fantastic club. That's you know that's like I say a place now where they want to go to the next level. Um, and like I said, it's it's fantastic for me being involved in it. Uh, in terms of in terms of how you have to play football or the 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 sort of philosophy does that for playing and coaching does that come down from Nuno Espirito Santos? Yeah, is, is that float down and and then and then what would happen if he moved on? Which you, you would all stay as a unit and then somebody else would come in and have their sort of flavour on it. Is that is that how it works? Yeah, we've got we got footballing philosophy, haven't we? And obviously, you know, he's 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 you know. He, like I say, he's played three four three three five two four three three. But I think we have got a philosophy, and our principles won't won't change. Do you know what I mean? I, I, mm. You know, we, no matter what, we go on about shapes and, and formations. But as long as your principles in and out of possession stay the same, that you know, it might be a different way of getting. You know, we we say five on the back line. So when you're playing a three five two, you can get your wing backs on the back line. But if we go to a four three three, it potentially might be your two high midfielders with your front three or five on the back line. So it's different. The principles stay the same, but the formation may be different. But like you say, our philosophy stays the same, Jeremy. No, no, I was just just going to say, it's really good to see that you've um, had such a, an enjoyable and successful career, you know, after County, you know what I mean? Um, you know, managing, coaching and doing what you're doing now and you, and you speak... Um, really enthusiastically about it and it's really really good to see um because obviously we only saw you at county for you know for a couple of years um and you're obviously in and around the, the, the game after that but yeah it's just really really good to see that you've managed to make a career sort of post playing and and that you enjoy it and it's it's, it's really really refreshing it's really good to see that no no like i say it's it, you know i really enjoy what i do and it, it's great you know it's great seeing the players that you've worked with and you've, you, you, you've helped them on the way, but it's down to them. It's down to the sports scientists. It's down to the physio. You know, you know Morgan Gibbs White is probably you know probably our biggest asset as an academy player that's come through right through the academy. I had him at under twelves. I was under twelves coach, put with that team, and I literally went moved up with that group all the way up. Do you know what I mean? And it's great when you see him playing in the Premier League. Do you know what I mean? And I have a great I have a great relationship with Morgan. Do you know what I mean? And Niall Ennis now, who's who's gone on to put sign for Plymouth. Ryan Giles at Coventry. Dion Sanders, and you know players that you've you've supported and helped. But that's that's only a little part of it. They, you know, they're meant. You know, you talk about mentality. Morgan had a great mentality. Dion Sanders, a great mentality. All these players, you can have all the technical and tactical ability, but a lot of it is to do with the mentality as well. Do you know what I mean? I, you know, have you the desire? Do you know what I mean? And, you know, I could tell you things about Morgan. He hate, you know, I used to hate being taken off, hated losing. I, and I didn't want to take that. It is development, but I didn't want to take that out of him. You know, that, that's him, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. you know you st- that's part of his development. And like I say, to work with these, you know, these younger players and, you know, I get as much enjoyment working with an under 18 or under 23 as working with an under nine. Do you know what I mean? That, that's, that's where I feel privileged in my role now. I, I'm working for my under nines to under 23s and it, it still gives me a, a massive buzz when I'm working with an under nine or an under 23 player mm-hmm. yeah. yeah good stuff good stuff um just going back to county then um 
what do you, I mean, you, obviously, you, I'm, I'm sure you've followed the club in terms right. of its progress down into the yeah. into, into regional football. Um, what do, what's your what's your take on all that and, 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 and what we're going through now? And I, I, you've probably heard of the investment and, and things like that. What's uh, how, how, how do you feel about all that? Oh, it's brilliant! It's it's fantastic. You know, I watched the game against West Ham the other the other night. Do you know what I mean? When they're you know, when, if I get chance, when they're on, I like to say, I'll watch them. I follow, like to say, I follow them. You know, I, I always looking for their results. You know, I played with Jim. Do you know what I mean? It was, you know, the, the time I come up and I had the when I watched him, I had a chat with him before the game. You know, I just went. You just you know, they're a football league club for me. They're a football league club. They should you know, and we. Like I say we, I, I support them. Do you know what I mean? And we, we, we've got to get, we've got to get Stockport County back into the football league where they belong, and not just in League Two. That you know, with the investment that we've got, like you say, and you, you know, the fan base and everything, and everything what's behind that football club, we've got to get, we've got to start. Like I say, I know it's not, we, you know, we're, we're going to get to the championship. One, you know, like I say, it's one step at a time. Let's get us back into the football league, and that's that. Let's you. Let's move on then. And Jim's, like I say, Jim's done fantastic there, Jeremy. You know I and like I say, we sit, we're in a good position at the moment. You know, we've got a couple of games in hand as well. So I think, like I say, we, you know, it's got to be, we've got to try and get promoted because Stockport County is a football league club, Jeremy. You know I and it was, you know, when we were in the league below, it was, it was, it was, it was, I, I come to the game when they were in the league below. It was, it was coming there and seeing them, you know, when I was like, when we were at the top of the, Top of League mm. One during when I was there, and I'm seeing them in the Conference North, wasn't it, Jeremy? And it was, you know, what's come on? You know, look, look at the stadium, look, you know, look at the facilities they've got. But now, like you say, it's everything's going in the right direction, and they've got they've got the right they've got the right man in the in the job as well with Jim Jeremy, and he's he know it's brilliant because he knows the club. Jim, the success that you had previously with Jim when he got you promoted, and you know the playoffs and, and things like that. You know, and, and like you say, there's some great. You know some good players there. The ki- ben was at Northwich when I was there, the keeper. Uh, you got Jordan Keane, who's at Wolves, isn't it? Chuck? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some really good players. Do you know what I mean? I'm just just hope that, like you say, like you say, I follow them every week. I look at the results. You know, and, and for the club and for the supporters, they need we need to get them back. They need to be back into the football league. Yeah, we, I mean, in the past we've had some we've had some good loans from Wolves, haven't we? I think yeah. to remember. I'm sure Stephen Gleeson was Stephen from Wolves Gleeson. at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Hennessy um, was at Stockport, wasn't he? And then went to yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we had a, we had a keeper once. He didn't do very well for us. Um, what was he called? I remember we got beat six 0 like Carlisle. His, his name will. Is it Carl Akimi? Yeah, oh yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Suffered with suffered with cancer later, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he um, had to finish. He was on number. Yeah, he's a nice lad, Carl. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice yeah. Lad, well, yeah, I mean, he didn't have the best. He didn't have the best loans for us. But you know, some keepers don't look at Dean Henderson. He wasn't, oh, he wasn't yeah. exactly on fire for us. But I, I remember later on his in his career, he he was really good for Wolves. You yeah. Know? So, it just happens that way, doesn't it? Listen, sometimes we we say to our lads, "You're gonna have bumps." Say to our lads mm. now, it ain't going to be your, your pathway isn't going to be like that. You're going to have that. That's going to be bumps in your in your your pathway in your career. Do you know what I mean? And it, it like you say, it's it's that happens. That happens. Yeah, I mean, just just going back to the coaching sort of element. I mean, something that Mark Stott I think is keen on is is getting the academy back and getting the, the scouting back around the area and the infrastructure. I mean, we. 
Phil Foden has been mentioned as an exa- yeah. as, a, as an example of a player that may possibly would have been caught up with, you know, being captured by us. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it probably works out that he's too good for you know. He's just been like like Rooney's son. He's probably just been shipped shipped off to United straight from our little academy. Um, but it's but the, just that you know he wants to have a base in the in the borough that's a full academy and you know all that kind of thing. So we're starting to think about get, getting that you know getting that sort of element to it as well because that's that's when we went down out of the league. It all went you know I don't know what it was uh, like yeah. when you were playing. You know, yeah, it's pretty. It's brilliant. You can bring your own through. No, no supporters want to see their their own come through. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah, you know, they do. They do. You hear the chance, don't you? He's one of our own, Jeremy. And it's, it's supporters. That's what you and and people working in Cambridge want to see that. Do you know what I mean? They want to see one of their own getting in. You know, getting in the first team and playing. And like I say, it's you know, if you can you can do that. And like I say, sometimes you got you got to invest lower down to see that you know to see it come up to the top. Do you know what I mean? Which is. It's great, yeah. like say the investment the club's got now is fantastic. Oh, that's good. Well, listen, it's um, it's been a real pleasure having you on 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 our little podcast, and um, you know, it's, I don't want to sound no disrespect to other players, but there's reasons why we get players like you on. It's because you you mean something to the club and to the fans. Oh, I and appreciate it. It's instantly recognisable. So, so I really do appreciate you coming on. I'm sure, sure, Dave, you 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 echo that. Um, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. As I say, just from playing for County from that era, um, there are a lot of players that stand out. Now we had, you know, Kev scoring the goals. We had the lad was keeping them out at the other end, and players like yourself there who just made things happen. Um, you know, taking players on who can cross the ball, score, score a couple of decent goals actually as well. I vaguely remember uh, <laughs> you scoring a few for us. So, so yeah, yeah. Always, always good to to have. Players from you know those types of areas on, yeah. Thank you very much. I oh, appreciate it. The pleasure, been a pleasure. Do you know what I mean? But great to to talk about the old uh, old stories and that, and, and the old players. And, and like I said, like I said, really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Um, right, I think we'll stop there again. Massive thanks to uh, to Darren Ryan for coming on to the Scarf Bagara War. Cheers, Dave, as always. I'll uh, probably speak to you next week on our usual weekly podcast. Yep. Cheers, mate. Um, all right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Darren. Cheers, Dave. See you later. Thank you. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app you in at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com